Welcome to the Companion Chapel Everyday Bible Study Broadcast. My name is Mike, coming to you from the Great Lakes area of beautiful Ontario, Canada, and I'm here with special guest Tammy Lynn. How's it going, Tammy? It is going very well. And it's I, I got all of the blue spray paint out of my hair and off my face. Well, Tammy's painting her trailer blue inside. Not Navy blue or baby blue or what are we talking here? I am just doing the kitchen cupboards a beautiful navy blue. They're gorgeous. Yeah. Navy blue. Right. It's going to go yeah. with my, my theme. Yeah, yesterday Tammy's thing. face was blue. She spray painted it and didn't wear <laughs> PPE I had a protection. All oh, those little flimsy COVID masks. I had those a, things wouldn't stop. But I did. Those things are. I didn't wear a bandana. Germs. I always wear a bandana. I have no idea what I was thinking. You First, did get you did get the blue out of your hair. I did. Well, yeah. anyway, Tammy's into spray paints and aerosols. So if you're that kind of person, like <laughs> whatever, it is We're Wednesday. Into glue tomorrow. It is Wednesday, August tenth, two thousand twenty-two. Coming right up, it is the Book of Revelation, chapter two, the Church of Thyatira, Jezebel, and we will be talking about Easter today. It's in your Bible. And it is probably nothing like you've heard before, but we teach out of the manuscripts through the lexicons. I know from any English version that you have, the Companion Chapel is a registered nonprofit ministry. Get a hold of us here at thecompanionchapel.com. Please like and subscribe and help us with this channel. If you can, help glorify, magnify, and broadcast God's saving word. Any little bit helps. Go to companionchapel.com if you can help us with the roof here or some insulation. Any little bit helps us. Help us keep bringing God's word to you so you can help perpetuate it to the whole human family. Thank you for the donation so far. We got electricity here after two years. What a big deal. Thank you so much for your generosity and being part of the many-membered body of Christ. Now turn with me in your Bibles too. The book of Revelation, chapter 2, and we're talking about the church of Thyatira here. Unto the angel of the church in Thyatira, write, These things saith the Son of God, that's our Lord Jesus Christ, pay attention here, who hath eyes like unto a flame of fire, and his feet are like fine brass. That's purity. He's purity, social purity, moral purity, spiritual purity, ethical purity. I know thy works, Thyatira. Now watch this. I know thy works and charity and service and faith and thy patience and thy works and the last to be more than the first. Christ is focusing on your works and your works is your service by being a disciple, a student, a teacher of the Bible. You have to walk it and you have to talk it. You have to know it. You can't romanticize what you think is in the Bible. Now, this is a great lesson today. So let's go through this. Works, we went through that. Christ is focusing on your works. Faith without works is dead. Charity here means, yeah, you're nice to people. It's a nice churchy church and uh, come on in. Nice, uh, you're giving, your service, your service in the community, your service to keep the church open, your faith. Faith in what, though? We're going to find out here. And patience. And patience, you know what? It takes patience to keep showing up at a church every week um, and watching some guy dressed up in a dress, calling himself Reverend, which is an abomination to God. It's one of the seven spirits of God, or having a backwards collar on and giving these boring sermons every week, using the Bible as a random book of quotes and leaving his students biblically illiterate. You have patience to show up there every week. That's good. Good for you. Does God like it? I don't think so, because he's concentrating on your works. Okay, I have a few things against you, 
Thyatira. Now, always remember these seven churches represent every church on planet Earth today can be put into a category of one of these seven churches. Only two paths, the Church of Smyrna, the Church of Philadelphia. This one is an epic fail because thou sufferest, thou put up with that woman Jezebel which called herself a prophetess to teach and to seduce my servants to commit fornication and to eat things sacrificed unto idols. I gave her space to repent of her fornication, and she repented not. Behold, I will cast her into bed, and them that commit adultery with her into great tribulation, except they repent of their deeds. Now I'm going to stop right here, because we're going to read about what Jezebel did. Okay, so I made a note here, what who Jezebel was. Okay, now Jezebel is now a type of the clergy. Okay, Jezebel was a wife of King Ahab, a prophetess, uh, king of Israel. Jezebel was a princess daughter of Ethabel, king of Tyre. Tyre was the world bank of the time. And always remember, who is the treasure of the world right now? Satan himself. Her marriage to Ahab was a political move. Tyre and Israel together now had a military partnership that included expanded protected trade routes. Jezebel's religious upbringing was Baal worship and grove worship. Now the word grove is so misleading in the Bible. That's why I study from the manuscripts and teach through the lexicons, right down to the etymology of the, all the keywords so you get the true sense and meaning and full expression of the original manuscripts and I bring it forth to you through any English Bible that you choose. So let's look at this word grove. So misleading in the Bible. In Genesis 21:33, the English Bible states Abraham planted a grove. This word grove, a shell in the Hebrew language, which is the very exact description of planting ornamental trees. In fact, they were tamarisk trees. Okay. Now why didn't the translators every time they saw the same word use translate at least the same English word, but they didn't. The other 40 times in the English Bible, Grove is translated from the word Asherah. So, so let's document a little bit here. Judges 3, 7. The children of Israel, who were chosen by God to protect and perpetuate his word worldwide, and that's our job today, that's the great commission of the Lord Jesus Christ passed on to us. They did evil in the sight of the Lord, served Balaam, and engaged in Grove worship. Grove translated from the Hebrew word is Asherah. Greeks translate it Astarte. Into English, it translates Easter. Now pay attention here. To translate this outside the Bible is malicious and misleading. It is worse than useless. Okay, Asheroth, okay, always remember that mythology is just the ancient perversion, is just the perversion of ancient truth. Okay, so translate within the Bible. God's word is, was, and always will be. Okay, so to translate outside the Bible is malicious and misleading. Asherah means to be straight, erect, upright. It was an idol made by man of wood or stone in the shape of a penis. Isaiah chapter 57, 8. Ezekiel chapter 16, 17. Always translate within the Bible, and there you have it. The Bible translates itself. This symbol, which Jezebel and Ahab set up like large statues, even in the court of God's temple, became the incentive to all forms of moral debauchery. At Easter time, when God's children were supposed to be celebrating Passover, they paid homage to the sex gods, Baal and Asheroth, and engaged in lewd sexual orgies. Today, this same moral debauchery is veiled 
in rainbow flags and fertility symbols like Easter eggs and bunny rabbits. In Exodus 34, verse 13 and 14, God explains his name as jealous at the first mention of the Asheroth. It is the object of God's hatred to promote and worship sex and sex gods. This sex god worship started with the Nephilims, and that's the reason for the flood and the original rainbow, God's rainbow, the blasphemy of them, the audacity to use that symbol. God had to wipe out the whole world of the Nephilims in that localized flood, Genesis 6, whose posterity formed the Canaanite nations. Jezebel is a church clergy type that applies today. They promote religious tolerance and they practice and promote opinions and behavior contrary to God's word. These are the churchy churches of today that stray from God's word but act religious. They make Easter seem like a religious celebration that is an embarrassment to mankind and an absolute abomination to God. The sins of adultery and idolatry go hand in hand throughout the Bible. Adultery is the moral sin. Idolatry is the spiritual sin. Both mean you are being unfaithful to God. What did Jezebel do? What does the church clergy do today when I walk into a church and try and tell them what, what Easter really is? And I could go on and on with the traditions that have worked their way, heathen traditions that have worked their way into uh, God's word. We did this speaking in tongues the other day. I'll be doing Christmas soon. Um, just it, The list goes on. Jezebel ordered God's true prophets to be killed. Yeah, she, she had them killed. Kill the truth tangibly. Back then, that's what she did. Same with Saul, wiped out all God's prophets. Or by the subtlety of seduction. Elijah comes along and uh, has Jezebel's 450 prophets of Asheroth killed because God hates it. Now Jezebel, Jezebel was the slut ever of Samaria. Even when the military general Jehu, that's Israel's general Jehu, was ripping through town in his Cadillac Escalade chariot to kill Jezebel, she caked on, <laughs> she caked on the makeup like a harlot. She sat up in the window, just caked on the makeup like a harlot and was taunting Jehu are you going to kill your master by calling him Zimri? So Jezebel is taunting him. She didn't skate like a coward. She held on to the end. Like She just loved what she did. General Jehu called up to the palace there. How do, um, what are those guys called that? I can't remember what the guys are called that get their junk. Monk? Chopped or, off. Um, mutes? No, that's when you can't hear. <laughs> well, no, mutes can't talk. Oh, the the celibate. The yeah, okay, those guys. I can't remember the name. I can't remember. Oh, anyways, had these guys throw Jezebel out the window, and uh, Jehu General Jehu ran over her with his Cadillac Escalade chariot like a speed bump in the Walmart parking lot, and they, they had her body thrown up against the palace where the dogs ate her because that was the prophecy given to Elijah. And who comes in the end? One of the two witnesses in 
Elijah and Moses will be one of the two witnesses. So be careful. Idolatry and adultery, God will not tolerate it in his church. But if you want to perpetuate it, God gives you space to repent. Jezebel didn't repent. She held on to the end. Behold, I will cast her into a bed that they commit adultery with under great tribulation, except they repent of their deeds. What is the tribulation? When you're confused. When you can't understand God's word. You have no clarity, no certainty. What, who goes around now perpetuating this harlotry, the sorcerers of planet Earth? Sorcery in your Bible is on the last page of your Bible too, okay? It's throughout the Bible. It runs a thread through the Bible. In the Greek, it means pharmaceutical. Jeez, these pharmaceutical companies made a trillion dollars trying to convince the world, and they did, that men should be walking around permanently aroused from a little blue pill, and that women actually would enjoy that. Tell them, Tammy. Do, do girls like men walking around permanently sexually aroused? No. But that's not what at all. they taught us. And they sold it to us. So wrong. They sold that to us and they made a trillion dollars. I would carry a fly swatter. These pharmaceutical companies. <laughs> okay, all right. You just. And what did the pharma companies do after that? Oh, they gave us the, the opioid crisis. What did they do after that? They gave us this vaccine. Let's, let's see. Let's just talk about the vaccine for a second because we're talking about pharmaceutical companies. God hates them. God hates the sorcerers. It's on the last page of your Bible. Okay, so to all those who got vaccinated, I ask you, why do you still have to get quarantined? Why do the fully vaccinated still need to be quarantined? Why do the fully vaccinated still have to wear masks and social distancing? Why are the fully vaccinated going on to cruise ships with the totally vaccinated staff and crew and passengers and an outbreak occurs? Why are the fully vaccinated still being hospitalized? Why? When are the fully vaccinated going to realize they've been fully conned and not by just anybody, by the same sorcerers, the same pharmaceutical companies, the same CEOs, scientists that have been fined $30 billion in criminal penalties since 2009. These are career criminals. So you haven't been conned by just anybody, but they're right there. They hide in plain sight. They tried to distort. It's meta. We did a thing on meta the other day. Yes, we they did. tried to walk inside you and change the very train of thought. They tried to mark you. They tried to number you. Okay, so be careful. God gives us a clear book of instructions that'll give you peace in the here and now, something that can't be bought. Inner peace. Okay, I will kill her children with death and all the churches shall know that I am. That does not sound right, but the Bible always interprets itself. This guy can go around, hey kid, come here. Right? No. Watch this. Bible interprets itself. 2 Peter 2.14. 2 Peter 2.14. We're going to wrap it up really quickly here. Uh, if I can find Peter. 2 Peter 2.14. And here we go. Having eyes full of adultery that cannot cease from sin. Beguiling unstable souls. Beguiling means to beguile, means to um, recruit unstable souls. A heart they have exercised with covetous practices. Cursed children. 
okay, that's who's cursed. Not little kids walking around because you put an Easter basket in their hand. You can't teach them like that. You can't perpetuate that. Okay, watch it. Okay, he's not going around, but he's calling all of us children. You're cursed. You curse yourself. You write your own sentence. I will kill her children with death. Death just means Satan. just means confusion, disorder. It means dishonesty. It means alternative facts. It means anything outside the Bible that people try and put in the Bible. It means untruth. Okay? What she, has, what she searches the reins and hearts, I will give unto every one of you according to your works, what's in your heart, your thoughts, your intents, your actions, your works by learning this one little book that the guy with the backwards collar on keeps telling us it's not meant to be understood. It's up for translation. It's, it's written a long time ago. The laws don't apply to us. All those are lies. Jesus Christ came in the volume of the book. He is the living word. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God, and the word became flesh and tabernacled amongst us. He's your teacher, your master, your rabbi. He's your wonderful counselor. He's your heavenly father. He is the ministry of salvation. That was Yahshua Messiah means, the salvation of Yahweh. You guys want a way out of this into a place of peace beyond our present comprehension? Those are the doors you should be knocking on. Your Savior's there. Your Savior, your Deliverer, your Redeemer, and the kinsman Redeemer of all of us. Submit with an unquestioning obedience to the Lord Jesus Christ. Surrender your entire existence to the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, please help me learn this. Find yourself a remnant of truth. Jesus Christ said there will be a remnant of truth somewhere. Was it in the churches? Was Jesus Christ teaching out of the churches? He went into the churches. But he was a man of the wilderness. Moses, man of the wilderness. The best prophet that ever tripped around, Johnny B. Man of the wilderness. And where was Elijah? He was a man of the wilderness. If you want to find the truth, be very careful when you see that backwards collar of some guy standing there in a dress. Jesus Christ said, did you expect to find John the Baptist? He's the best prophet that ever was. The greatest prophet. Do you think he's going to be staying there in the dress? No. Effeminate clothing? No. Using the Bible as a random book of quotes? No. Be very careful, chapter by chapter, verse by verse. And when you find a preacher tree teacher like that, support them so they're not sitting around living in grinding poverty. Okay, so we faith without works is dead. Works, works, works here is what's being said. I'll see your faith when you show me your works. Just get a working knowledge of the Bible. And you talk it and you walk it. And you'll feel an inner peace just surround your heart and you're about to look at society and just you mourn for those who walk in darkness but let's finish this up here but i say unto you and to the rest in thyatira as many have not have this doctrine and which have not known the depths of satan it's the depths of the adversary as they speak i will put upon you none other burden okay they know it but they refrain from it okay god acknowledging that that's a big enough burden if if sitting around with a bunch of people at Easter time and it's a burden like it's it's easy to get caught up in that hold your spot hold your orderly position in those days that's what the tribulation is okay holding your orderly position learning to say no to yourself that's what the word meek means the meek shall inherit the earth that means meek means to know to say no meek means to afflict your afflict yourself with self-discipline in the face of all the vain curiosities that seem so religious and seem so innocent, but they're 
abomination to God. God expects obedience. And it's for a reason. This lifestyle leads to the moral decay of society, which we're seeing now. It's just beyond all reasonables. I'll put no other burden on you. Just hold your own. But they that which you have already, hold fast till I come. Yeah, your works, okay? If you got some truth in you, hold fast to it. Keep it in your heart. Don't allow somebody to come along and just say, we all celebrate Easter here, and they look like lovely people. You can't document that in God's word, but you can document. It's an abomination to God. And we pray for these people, but they're too stubborn. They don't want to hear it. They love their traditions. The traditions of men make void the word of God. Okay? He that overcometh and keepeth my works, unto the end will I give him power over the nations. How do you have power? If you have power over something, it means it's got nothing on you. You got nothing on me, Satan, Jesus Christ said. It has nothing on you. So you aren't tempted. The truth is the most powerful force in the universe. That's what gives us power over nations in the end times. Because once we get into the heaven side and we see people on the hell side, we see that nation, they don't have power over us. There's nothing that's tempting us. You got nothing on me. What a great feeling. Sexual immorality. You got nothing on me. Not tempted by pornography. Not tempted by loose women or gigolo men or whatever. <laughs> Is that what they're called? <laughs> yes. You know, not tempted by adultery. Not sitting around looking at others with lust. You can now look at other people with, like, there's one of God's children. There's one of God's children. You're never sizing them up like, oh, what I would do with that. Like every one of my friends out there, just sexual perverts. You got nothing on me. <laughs> what? <laughs> you got, it's true. It was that greatest, greatest, one of the greatest freedoms I've ever had. When I changed my train of thought through the power of the Lord Jesus Christ, through the power of the truth, to get away from that train of thought of sensual lust, the prison of sensual lust. You can escape of it. You got nothing on me. He shall rule over them with a rod of iron as a vessel of a potter. They shall be broken into shivers. How do they do that? Is Jesus Christ going around with a piece of rebar beating people around the back saying, you love me now. You, you love me, right? Bang, bang. No, the rod of iron is the pain you feel, the burning up, the fury indignation, the indignation of emotion. Oh, well, I think that I should be able to do this, and I think it's okay. And Yeah, I'm just going to take this page out of God's Bible. I'm just going to take this page out. It's not convenient for me because I'm a lusty puppy, and I can't help myself. I was born that way. Well, we'll see about that. God's, God's the judge, right, Tam? That's right. And that's just the way it is. There has to be a moral line drawn in the sand. Don't impose your sexual immorality on me we don't care what you do with your crotch that's your business keep it to yourself and i received of my father okay and i will give him the morning star hey here's a shout out to balaam's notice we have balaam and jezebel back to back shout out to balaam numbers chapter 24 the true morning star is the lord jesus christ stars used as personage throughout the bible right off right off the bat and Genesis chapter 1, 14 to 18, stars. We are the stars. Job chapter 38, all the stars sang from joy for his glory, for his pleasure, for God's joy, our fathers. We were all together at one time. 
singing for God's joy, for his pleasure, for his glory, stars. And then in Revelation 12, 4, one third of his stars fell and followed Satan's ideologies. And look at Satan's governmental system today. Mankind has a 100% failure rate of guarding themselves. Look at the planet today. Ethical disaster, moral disaster, social disaster. God is the true governmental force that will prevail in the end for whomsoever will. The true morning stars are Lord Jesus Christ. He is the truth, and the truth is the great separating force between right and wrong, good and evil, and heaven and hell. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. Does it say he hath a mouth? Let him run his mouth in the churches? No. Listen to the Lord Jesus Christ. Hear it, absorb it, love it, feel it, perpetuate it. I want to give you... I want to thank you very much for watching this video. I uh, hope you're enjoying these videos because I certainly enjoy bringing them to you. If you could please help us keep bringing these videos, please go to companionchapel.com and donate today. Please get a hold of us at companionchapel at gmail.com. Have yourself a greatest day and bye for now. God bless.